Hi there, Mallory Erickson here. I wanted to take a moment and talk about why the fusion of executive coaching principles and tools in the Power Partners formula and into all of your fundraising is so critical. So every time I speak about any topic, I'm always sharing some executive coaching tools in addition to the strategy that I'm presenting. And the reason why this is so important is because what executive coaching does and what tools around executive coaching do is they help you understand the inner blocks that get in the way of your ability to take particular actions. So oftentimes when we talk about fundraising or we get trained in fundraising, we are hyper-focused on the strategy or the action items or the things, quote unquote, to do. And maybe we go to that training or we go to a webinar and we get all of this great advice and we leave and we're jazzed and we're motivated and we think we're going to head back to our organization and implement everything. And then we don't. And we often blame the reason that we don't do it on time. I just don't have enough time to do X, Y, and Z. Now, please do not get me wrong. I understand that everybody who is listening to this has way too much on your to-do list, has way too much on your plate. So I'm not saying that actual scarcity of time is not a real issue. However, in fundraising, because of how uncomfortable fundraising can be, oftentimes we use time as an excuse when actually what we're experiencing is resistance and avoidance. And part of why that happens is because we don't often acknowledge that fundraising is deeply personal. It's vulnerable. It's an emotional experience. We try to treat it as if it's just a checklist of to-dos. But fundraising really naturally activates our nervous system in a number of different ways. There are tons of activities that we experience fundraising that start to activate our nervous system. So when we are rejected, when we get ghosted, when we have to manage up to our supervisors, when we're constantly trying to convince people of our worth and our value and that we're worthy of their funding, all of those things, it makes perfect sense that those activities activate our nervous systems and they make us feel really vulnerable. And one of the traps that we fall into is that we aren't given a lot of space to recognize that, to recognize that those feelings are valid and real and a common part of fundraising. And we're also not given the tools to deal with the way that manifests in our brain and our body with things like self-doubt or imposter syndrome. And so when we go to send that email to a donor and we hear in our brain, oh, they might be mad at me because of X, Y, and Z, or oh, I shouldn't send that email today because of blank. We hear all of these excuses, right? And we actually take them as fact. We hear that little voice in our head and we think that that must be the truth because we don't have any tools around the relationship between what's happening in our brain, what's happening in our bodies. And so we hear that little voice in our head, what we call inside Power Partners the gremlin or the self-critic, And then we think it's the truth. We think it's fact. And so we don't take any action because we're like, oh, that little voice said don't take action. But the thing is, that little voice is designed to keep us safe. Our gremlin, our self-critic is there to keep us safe. Our self-doubt is there to keep us safe because our brain cannot tell the difference between whether or not a bear is going to eat us in the woods or we're going to get a no from a donor. Both of those things feel equally scary, okay? And so our brain and our body is equally scared and trying to protect us 
from those things. And so it's sending off all of these signals to try to get you to play small, to not put yourself in a vulnerable position, to not put yourself out there, to not face rejection. But if you have this voice that is constantly holding you back from taking those actions, and then you're not taking those actions, you're actually never going to reach the fundraising success that you want to reach. And so I always say that only a small percentage of our fundraising strategy often actually even gets through or gets implemented because of the amount of resistance that we face, because of the different types of limiting beliefs and self-doubt. And so my training as an executive coach is through an organization called IPEC, which trained me around something called the Energy Leadership Index, which talks about the different ways that we show up in our leadership, in who we are as our truest selves. And inside this framework, there are actually seven different styles of leadership or seven different energy levels. And I've actually turned those into the seven styles of fundraising. And those fundraising styles are a spectrum from style one to style seven, And they are a spectrum of our energy. And so the lower styles of fundraising, style one and style two, are filled with something called catabolic energy. Catabolic energy is filled with dread, resistance, black and white thinking, judgment, perfectionism. And so when we're in those lower styles of fundraising, when we're in catabolic energy, we cannot take effective action. We cannot be creative. We cannot find opportunity. We cannot build connection. We are in tunnel vision, so we cannot move money. And let me tell you, I fundraised or tried to fundraise from a level one, level two style of fundraising for a long time, okay? And it really, really held me back. And so that's those lower styles of fundraising, and those move up to style seven. And as you start to move up in the different styles of fundraising, you get more and more anabolic energy. And anabolic energy is a really fueling, healing energy. It's where we experience joy and connection. We have more helper energy. We see win-win opportunities reflected there. And the thing is, this is not about some energy being bad and other energy being good, although you're probably listening to this and you're like, well, you made catabolic energy sound pretty bad. But the truth of the matter is, is that sometimes we need catabolic energy for a certain amount of time. We need to use catabolic energy to protect us. Maybe we have been too vulnerable. We have, we need to protect, we need to protect our nervous system a little bit because we just went through a really hard rejection from a donor. We had been working with a funder for a very long time, and at the end of all these months and all this work, they said no. That's going to bring you into catabolic energy, and that's okay because catabolic energy is there to protect you, to to have you hold back a little bit. And when you're dealing with something so sensitive, when you're so tender, that might be okay. But the idea about harnessing these different styles of fundraising is that you have awareness, number one, around how your energy is showing up, and you have a sense of choice. You start to understand how you want to show up to different types of fundraising. You start to recognize when you're not showing up that way, and you have tools to be able to raise your energy level, to change your fundraising style, to match your actual goals. Because the actions are not always 
created equal. The way one person sends an outreach email to a donor is different than the way another person sends an outreach email to the donor. And you might think that's just about the very specific words on that page, but it's really about the energy and the connection that's infused through that communication. We can feel energy in how we communicate with people in a variety of different ways. And so understanding and being able to harness the energy that you want to show up with completely changes how you communicate with your donors, how you run your fundraising activities, and ultimately how you build win-win power partnerships. And for those of you who have been really trying to fundraise from Catabolic Energy for a long time, who might hear what anabolic energy is like and feel a little skeptical, that is definitely where I was at. But believe it or not, it really is possible to fundraise from those more anabolic energy levels. But we have to know how to be able to access those energy levels and how to be able to support ourselves when we have experiences that very naturally activate us and activate our catabolic energy. So a lot of this, the seven styles of fundraising, really maps against our nervous system. And when we experience, like I mentioned before, things like rejection or ghosting or gaslighting or any of those things, we understandably, our nervous system is activated and we need and deserve tools to be able to downregulate our nervous system, to come back into our body, to come back into ourselves. And being able to do so is actually what allows us to stay in action around our fundraising and what allows us to fundraise from a more genuine and holistic place where we are our whole person, our whole being gets to come to fundraising. And our emotions really serve as a helpful window into the thoughts and beliefs that we're holding about certain funders, about certain types of vendor relationships, and about what it would look like or feel like to build really mutually beneficial partnerships around something. So our emotions are great. That is, This is not about suppressing our emotions. But what executive coaching does, it allows us to understand the cognitive behavior loop, the relationship between our thoughts and our beliefs and how we feel, and then ultimately how we show up, the energy and action that we bring to our fundraising. And this helps give us a lens. Our emotions are oftentimes that first lens into understanding why different fundraising practices feel certain ways and to learn how to shift those in order to really be able to fundraise from a place of alignment and then know how to support ourselves through the fundraising process that is not always going to be easy. And so I believe so deeply that fundraising should always be accompanied by executive coaching tools because there is so much about fundraising that really does bring in self-doubt and imposter syndrome and perfectionism and all of those things. And so inside Power Partners, yes, I teach you exactly how to write a cold outreach email. But right before you click send on that cold outreach email, I also teach you how to address the thoughts and the beliefs that come up that are going to try to hold you back from implementing and actually clicking send on that email as well. And same with other parts of the process. When you are creating your funder map or when you are prospecting, I help you with executive coaching tools that help you avoid that perfectionism, that spiraling in your prospect list, the limiting beliefs about who or who isn't a good fit for your organization. And executive coaching really helps you have the clarity and confidence that you need around the different actions that you take. So I believe so deeply in the framework and energy leadership coaching in general, 
it was what absolutely transformed my fundraising and a lot of people inside Power Partners just in phase zero where they learn about catabolic and anabolic energy, the cognitive behavior loop, the seven styles of fundraising. For some folks, that module alone has been what has broken them through and really revolutionized their fundraising. So I hope for you, even if you walk away from this episode, just starting to notice catabolic and anabolic energy when it shows up in your body and when those limiting beliefs show up in your brain and recognizing that you have the power and the opportunity to rewrite those narratives and to shift your energy in those moments and move from catabolic energy into anabolic energy. And if you are in need of a few quick tips, I just want to help you leave here today with a few takeaways. So number one, When you start to notice your energy moving into catabolic energy or having some of those spiraling fears and doubts, the first thing I want you to do is acknowledge and validate how you feel. So that can be done in a few different ways. One thing that you can say to yourself is that makes sense. So you are nervous about something and you just say to yourself, that makes sense. It makes sense that I am feeling the way that I'm feeling. The second tool that you can use to downregulate your nervous system in a moment where you are filled with self-doubt or catabolic energy spiraling out a little bit would be to say to yourself using your first name something positive. So saying, Mallory, you can do this, or Mallory, you've overcome challenges like this before. This is called distant self-talk, as I mentioned, and it has been scientifically proven to help us be able to zoom out, down-regulate our nervous system, and actually helps us move into more of that anabolic energy. Another tip or trick is when you're really finding yourself in judgment or in black and white thinking, to get curious. What is a question that you could ask yourself that really comes from a genuinely curious place? Sometimes for me, this is even just something like, wow, I'm really activated right now. I wonder why that is. I wonder what is creating all of this judgment or all of this black and white thinking. And then sometimes I'll ask myself something like, what might be possible if or what could happen if just to start to bring yourself out of black and white thinking, because basically what curiosity helps us do is move into the gray. So the very first thing I want you to walk away from this episode with is just awareness, starting to have awareness around the fact that you have different types of energy, that you have catabolic energy and you have anabolic energy. Awareness is number one, the first step. And then if you feel ready to try some of these strategies when you bring your awareness to the moment, you're like, okay, I want to try to shift my energy in these moments. Try these three really quick tips to see how that shows up and how that helps you move forward. Okay, I know there was a lot inside this episode, but I wanted to give you the overarching reason why executive coaching tools are so important to integrate into your fundraising and then give you a few quick tips so that you can try to integrate it after listening to this today.